How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? It's uh, Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is episode number 86, and we will be be dealing with um, missing people in the national uh, parks. Uh, statistically, between 1992 and uh, 2007, if I calculate that, that's what, 15 years. Um, the National Park Service uh, sent out 65,439 SARs or search and rescue missions. Um, normally what happens, um, <clears throat> like where my, uh, my father lives up in Maine, you know, we are way up there on exit 264. Uh, almost near uncharted territory. Uh, you learn a lot about the woods real fast. Uh, you learn that not only in the part of the forest I am, that if you shoot a gun, the bullet's probably only going to go several hundred feet before stopping after hitting a, a line of trees that are as thick as a wall. Um, The issue, the problem you have in, in an area that type of terrain is when you, or any backcountry ter terrain, as a matter of fact, is when you deviate from your a path, a marked path, or any type of path, um, it's very easy to get confused. Um, you know, the, the landmarks uh, in a forest or a mass forest environment are exceptionally uh, limited. I mean, the trees start looking like the trees, the rocks start looking like the rocks, the river starts looking like the river, streams like streams. And uh, the, first, the first thing that most people don't realize is that when you are in a heavily wooded or a mountainous terrain. The first thing that people fail to realize is distance, or the mis uh, the misjudgment of distance. Uh, you know, every mile seems like five miles. You know, when you're walking with heavy equipment or heavy gear. Uh, in a lot of cases. You overshoot your projected target um, or, or area where you want to be at. Um, you know, so you always have to keep distance in mind. I mean, if you go to this, like the Smoky Mountain National Park uh, in Tennessee, it is an extensive park, huge by, by any means. The mountains, mountain ranges start to look the same. Uh, it's something you have to uh, take into consideration. So my suggestion would be um, is to already have a pre-planned route. And what I mean by that is not only pre-planned, but a clearly marked route. Because if you don't, and you 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 know. Like the the uh, signs up in Maine say, you know, uh, stay, stay off the, you know, stay on the trail or stay home. 
that's probably pretty much what what it uh, what you need to be thinking and just kind of a quick throw in there just some information that the average daily cost of a uh, an SAR operation for uh, to send people out there looking for you is about thirty-two thousand uh, dollars a day. Another thing, and, and I, I just I just pulled something up. Um, it's an older it's an older article, but it says uh, one of the biggest problems is inattention to surroundings, and that that's really true too. Because when you're out in the woods. Uh, especially like I said deep forest mass forest woods um, even deserts as a matter of fact because I've been out there too that people begin to walk around aimlessly you know not on a certain path uh, and what happens is you become you become lost and you are wandering around in something that all looks the same you know the area looks the same you take a wrong turn you know you have to remember for every um, for every eight hours a person travels in one direction it's 12 miles so in a day it's eight miles one direction the next day it's 16 miles and this is why a lot of people aren't found because you, <clears throat> you would think, <clears throat> excuse me, that people stay locally when they're when they're missing, but that's really not the that's really not the case. Uh, as they continue to walk looking for uh, civilization, they are every every day is twelve miles farther. So in three days, you're thirty six miles away from where you, you stopped. Um, one of the other biggest things is. Failure to proper bring proper clothing, food, and water. It may be 60, 70 degrees when you start, uh, but I'll guarantee you by 11 o'clock at night that 60 degrees is now turned into 32 or the seven or or in the 20s. Uh, so if you're just wearing uh, <clears throat> a light shirt and uh, shorts, you're going to be having some issues if you don't have food. <clears throat> I mean, for some of us that have lived out in the woods, you know, we know what we can eat, what we can't can't eat, but that's seasonal. Okay, <clears throat> food supplies are not always going to be available seasonal. So wild food anyway. So you have to keep that that in mind. Uh, in Maine, you know, as long as you come across water, you can drink most of the water anywhere. In the pond streams, it doesn't matter. It's pretty clean. <clears throat> Other areas, that's not, um, that's probably not the, uh, I wouldn't drink some of the water, especially, especially in Colorado. I never, never saw brown water before until I went to the Grand Canyon. I didn't know what the hell it was. Um, we don't. We have clear water in in Maine, the area I am. I I don't never saw brown water. Freak me the hell out. Um, and another thing is, the demographics of people that that get lost, age demographics, and and it makes sense. Usually they're between twenty and twenty five, and they're young men. Why? Uh. Egos, 
egos. We think we can climb that 200 foot uh, ascent, not realizing that, and depending on what area you're in, especially in the desert, the crevasses and the um, the rocks, um, plus other things living <laughs> living up there, the, the the rattlesnakes kind of stink too, but. Um, you know, and like like they always say, if if it feels like you're doing the wrong thing, you probably are. I'm not saying that you can't go out and explore, but make sure you know where you started from, and make sure you know how to get back. Um, you know. And then, then you have the terrain itself. <clears throat> this is probably the one of the most dangerous things that people don't think about when they're in the woods. Uh, the terrain, sharp, sharp rocks, sharp objects, slippery objects, slippery rocks, big thing. Uh, swamp areas, uh, high ridges. Uh, you know just there's a ton of hazardous terrain out there that you don't think is hazardous but let, let it rain once on it let it snow once on it and the, everything becomes a uh, obstacle if one wants to say that um, you know and then let's go let's just deviate to depending on where you are you have to realize that you're going to have by nature local predators now, for the most part, animals don't attack people, but and the amount of attacks you do have, animal attacks you do have yearly, really constitute a very small percentage of the, the number of per hour people have been in the woods or out doing their thing. Um, and there's all type of all type of danger. You you think you think of bear, you know, cougars and uh, animals like that but <clears throat> you know you have a lot more smaller things that could really do some damage to you um, there's always the spiders that depending on what part of the US you're in are lethal snakes uh, more so out south than, than in the north but we do have copperheads I've been bitten by one not, not nice very nasty uh, you feel like crap and then you want to Feel like jumping in front of a bus for the next couple of days, but you get over it. Unless you have some type of uh, immune deficiency, then it could be an issue. Um, water moccasins—they suck. Uh, they just like biting for whatever reason. So you have to watch the water. Out in the desert, you have, you know, bigger what I consider like insects. You know, like uh, what the hell you got down there? You got scorpions. You got those big up in Maine. Christ, you got these. Frickin' June bug! Oh my God, these things are nasty. Big old June bugs and shit like that. Mayflies. Um, down south, a thing, one thing that people, you know, you have alligators down there. Those, those, those things are vicious, and they're all over the place. When you get down south, you know, I'm gonna say North Carolina, southward. That these things are all over the damn place. They're, they're, they're fast. They're fast and they're strong, and you have to be. 
be careful of these things. Um, in, in Maine, <clears throat> have a lot of bears. Um, rule one about bears, bears aren't going to kill you and eat you right away. Bears will, bu they bury their meat for about a week before they eat it. Um, and hopefully if anybody's looking for you, <laughs> you've been eaten by a bear, um, you're probably going to be buried in leaves for a couple of days before they decide to make you the main course. Um, so then another th another really nasty, I'm going to tell you, one, one of the nastiest, two of the nastiest animals I've ever seen, otters. They, they appear, you know, normally in uh, lakes, swamps, anywhere where there's water. They are one of the most vicious freaking animals. Besides a wolverine, they are the nastiest, meanest animal. You, they will rip you apart. You're not going to have a chance unless you have a gun. They're, they're going to take you apart. So don't think otters are friendly. They're not. They're not little seals. They're just, they're, they're mean little vicious things. Um, then you have wild hogs. The closest I want to be to one of those things is uh, when I'm eating uh, bacon for breakfast. That, that's the closest I want to get to that one of those things because they are vicious. Uh, they eat anything. Um, they're like a little Tasmanian devil with four legs. Um, but like I said, we were talking about the terrain, um, uh, especially, you know, and a lot of things will get you lost. Taller vegetation, thick vegetation, swamps, canyon areas, mountain ranges, you know, you have to realize that unless you are experienced or have been out in the woods for a long time, um, the average suburbanite or person from the inner city walking into the woods, um, you're not going to be Johnny Ramboing it right away. Um, that's. And then they have this really weird thing here on, in this article. It says map mishaps. I'm not sure what that is. <clears throat> but I think really probably what it means is uh, pe people misreading misreading the maps. A lot of people don't know how to read a map. A lot of people don't know how to use a compass. Um, and what you, you find a lot of times is that the maps people bring <clears throat> are either old, non-specific, non where things aren't really marked out, and uh, you know you don't want to be dealing with that kind of stuff. Big game. Here's another one. Big game animals and humans have more than a few things in common. Both are creatures of habit, and both leave trails throughout the wilderness. It's also pretty easy to mistake one path for the other. Basically, what they're saying is <clears throat> the path an animal makes is similar to a human footpath, and just don't get them confused because you'll think you'll be going one way and you'll be going the other way and like I said it's uh, it's not a good thing when you take the wrong path believe me especially when you're on a, a logging path that's 200 miles long le leading over into the Canadian border um, <clears throat> another thing uh, that people don't really think about uh, when you're going out 
even if it's in the morning or daytime and you have wander off and you, you may get lost, people don't bring flashlights. Um, when the lights go out in the woods, it's a very different environment for a lot of reasons. One, if your sense of navigation is messed up during the daylight, imagine when it's going to be in the darkness. Uh, when you're in the woods in the darkness, when it's dark out, those hazardous conditions become really hazardous conditions. You know, you don't see, you take a flop and, and that's, that's it. Also, you have to remember, <clears throat> nighttime is when the predators are out. That's when they. That's when they stalk. That's when they hunt. That's when they feed. So, you're more than likely going to run into those type of things, uh, those type of animals uh, in the nighttime. Your best bet is if you're, if you're lost uh, a few hours before um, it becomes dark, uh, just just find yourself a place to hunker down in. You know, whether it's a uh, a rock overhang, a rock shelter, and if you need to put fortification around it, you can do that. Um, but don't go wandering around uh, the woods at, in the night because you know what? You're more than likely going to really hurt yourself. Uh, other things to consider, weather. Weather is another thing that will come up on you real fast. Uh, especially when you're you're farther up north uh, snow rain I mean in New England you know one hour it's snowing the next minute it's raining and then the sun coming out <clears throat> but there's you know there's certain uh, conditions you, you know snow rain fog um, and lately we've been having a lot of a lot of really bad wind too so uh, all I can suggest is if it's that windy um, just hunker down because you know tree branches fly like arrows and sp uh, spears. Uh, trees, the sick trees tip over, and if you get hit by a falling tree, you are not coming out of the woods. Um, that's just how it is. I mean, <clears throat> you know, they don't call them widow makers for no reason. And you know, just statistics uh, for every hundred thousand visitors that that. That enter national parks annually, uh, one out of that hundred thousand gets lost. Another problem: don't take shortcuts. If if you're not familiar with the area and you don't know the terrain, stay away from shortcuts because the time you save, think you're going to save, might not be the time you think you're going to save. You you. You know, you turn turn this way because you think you're going to cut around um, an area. Once you, like I said, every eight hours is 12, 12, 12 miles. So, um, if you are in a group, do not split up um, because one one either group A or group B, somebody's going to get lost, and uh, one of those groups is going to get lost and and. Maybe you're going to find them, maybe you won't. Um, the one good thing is that according to the statistical number of people that have been lost and rescued, <coughs> the National uh, Park Service say 93% of uh, individuals who are lost are found within 24 hours. 
Okay, but that, what about the other 7%? Hmm, think about that one. So all I'm trying to tell you is when you go out to the woods, um, unless you're experienced out there in the woods, um, you know, uh, just make sure you know where you're going, make sure you have the supplies you need. And not that I'm <clears throat> promoting this, but if you are going out into areas that are you are unfamiliar with, you, you know, you are not familiar with, um, a firearm is always good to bring with you. Um, I mean, worst comes, there's a couple reasons you could, you, you, you need one in the event that you run out of food and you're lost that long, you can shoot food, you can, you can hunt. Uh, Second, you may have to repel yourself, you know, dispatch a, uh, a predator that's bigger and a lot meaner than you are. And then the third and the most, you know, the people you find out in the woods, you know, you find out in the woods a lot, you know, who likes to hang out in the woods a lot are freaking serial killers. Why? Who the hell knows? I mean, they're just freaky that way. So, you know, and if you do run, run into somebody that you're not familiar with or you your little red flags are going up, don't get up next to them. Stay, stay a good distance away from them because if you have to drop them like a bad habit, you know, you don't want them in an area where they could grab the firearm from you, you know, and, um, and they'll take it out unless you're going to use it because you don't want to give them any tactical one-ups on you. Um, so with that being said, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with going hiking, camping. You just have to be a little cautious. You just have to be more familiar with your surroundings. Let people know where you're going to be and when you expect to be back. Um, you know, that's, that's simple, uh, you know, that's, that, that's, that's a simple thing to do. You know, just tell somebody, hey, I'm going here. I'll, I should be back this time if I'm not back. <clears throat> By that time, you know, somebody will come looking for you, hopefully. <clears throat> I mean, unless they don't like you, then you're, you're pretty much screwed. But and just remember, <clears throat> if you're in the dark, like the dark woods, a dark path in the woods, somewhere dark in the woods, in a campsite, and you hear those footsteps coming up behind you, option number one is run like hell. Option number two is hide. And then ask yourself, what the hell are you doing out there in the darkness anyway? And if you're out there, you better have a flashlight. You better run fast. You don't know who these people are out there. You know, I don't think you're going to, you, you're not going to see Bigfoot. Bigfoot doesn't exist. That's just a, uh, I don't know, that's an urban legend that has never been proven. No statistical facts to prove it even exists. Uh, just a lot of legend and people that like scaring themselves when it gets dark out. So until then, this is episode number 86. The next episode is going to be interesting. It's going to be episode 87 and it's going to kind of uh, follow the, the same course of this, this one about uh, the woods. And the article is actually uh, from Sports Afield, uh, September 1964 edition. And it's called The Long Search for Sam Adams.
and this obviously occurred in Maine. Uh, I'm actually looking at the original copy of this book, which is slowly but surely falling apart. Uh, and it's interesting, and it'll. I I kind of find find it. Um, it's a pretty interesting article. Guy goes out hunting. I'm not gonna tell you the whole thing. Guy goes out hunting uh, for deer during deer season in Maine. Uh, and we'll leave it at that. Until then, my name is Michael C. Bouchard, host of the Night Stalker podcast. I will see you in episode number 86 or 87. I just forgot what it is because I got so many episodes out there. I can't remember. We're in season two. I will see you then.